Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Out Podcast, Crucial Conversations. Crucial in the sense that uh, Jamal and I like talking about topics that are timely. And, and right now, Jamal, everybody's talking about, oh, let's get this 2020 year over with. Matter of fact, I saw a, a dating app commercial last night and uh, Satan uh, met the personified oh, yeah. version of 2020. <laughs> that was hysterical. That was yeah. hysterical. And even though we're about ready to say that was hysterical, I am done with people saying, blaming everything on 2020. Yeah, it, it is. It is ridiculous. Um, I am looking forward to the season finale of 2021. Um I'm I'm interested to see what it what it has happening. If if it was a um caption or a title, you know, or like a little montage for 2021, you know how they do like the ABC, you know, uh or the commercials for the season finale of a show. We got we got stimulus checks in there. Are they gonna be six hundred dollars or two thousand dollars? Um you want me to go down that got, rabbit hole too? <laughs> uh, you, you don't have to. We got the vaccines. <laughs> Uh, we have, we have hope that, you know, is it going to go back to normal or we're going to be able to, you know, not wear our mask. And I think that none of that stuff is as important as what you think, because none of those things are going to impact how you operate. Yeah. Um, unless you, unless you allow it to, Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that there has been anyone, anyone who, who has wanted to be successful this year. I don't think that there is one person that is not successful because of successful or not successful because of 2020 and COVID and all of these things. Um, I don't think that it has no real impact on an individual who is capable, who wasn't directly impacted by the disease, who is in control of their circumstances and can figure something else out. The, the problem with 2020 has been, has been this, and, I, and I've said this before, we have approached 2020 problems with a 2019, 2018, 2017, 1990 mindset. And there are so many different things that have become available and prevalent to us in 2020, and we have not uh, made a significant switch we're approaching we're approaching problems with the same mindset that created them, as opposed to um, expanding our mindsets to do something greater. So I guess as by way of introduction, I, I don't think that 2021 is going to be any different if we approach <laughs> 2021 with the same mindset that we have in 2020. Totally agree. Matter of fact, I. I... Oh, man, so many thoughts were going through my head when you're talking, uh, and I and I did my best to not interrupt. Um, but daggone it, am I tired of? Well, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm scared. I'm scared mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people that think that this number is somehow going to change things, or that somehow um, the person that we make the scapegoat for everything, his name is Donald J. Trump that when he goes away, everything's going to magically be better. It's, right. it's a person and it's a number. You are responsible for you. Now, are there conditions mm-hmm. made better or worse? Yes. Has this year been particularly hard for 
ironically enough, government shutdowns and and masks and and unemployment and disease and health and this and that and being isolated. Yes, it's been tough. I'm acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. So is Jamal. Yeah. Yeah. But but the 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 if the number changes, January 1st is going to somehow be different. Right. Or, 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 okay, but when everybody gets vaccinated, okay, everything's going to magical. I mean, like, you are in control of you. Now, again, I totally get it. If you were told to be like, you're staying at home, you're not allowed, like, you work at a restaurant, the restaurant, we only do takeout. I used to rely on tips, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, man, that stinks. Yeah. And like, yeah, that, but I, I do fear that there's this false hope that you don't have to get better. Your two thousand right. dollar check is coming. That you right. don't have to, you, you. The things are going to get better because it's going to have a twenty one at the end of it, or it's going to have right. a Biden in front of it. It, mm-hmm. it, it. If you're depending on numbers and politicians, um, you're not in control. Right, and and you know, as you were talking, there was a there was a Bible story that came to mind. I'm not going to tell the whole thing. But it's 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 really about um, there's there's a point in the Bible where uh, a city uh, was there was a siege on this city, and the people within the city they uh, they didn't have any food, and uh, they, they were they were at the brink of they were at the brink of death, and you know it's a Bible story so you know there's there's an element of a higher power in there but I'm a, I'm gonna get to the nuts and bolts. So, so the people in, inside the city, they were just about ready to die. And what, what they did was in the city, they made a practice of putting all of the lepers on the outskirts of the city. So they couldn't really dwell within the city. Um, so there were four lepers. And if you know the story, you know the story, but four lepers and, they, and they're sitting there and, and they know that the army that has siege on the city they have food and they have resources, but the city doesn't have anything. And these lepers are starving. So one of the lepers gets this bright idea and he's like, hey man, let's go down to the, the camp of the Syrians and let's, um, let's, let's go see if they have some food for us or let's go see if they have something for us. And the other leper was like, dude, that's a terrible idea. They'll kill us. And, uh, and the one leper is like, hey, if we stay here, we'll definitely die. He says, but if we go and we go down to the Syrians camp, they may take us alive. And even in jail, at least we'll have a place to sleep and we'll have some food to eat. So they all looked at each other and they was like, man, if we stay here, we die. And if we go there, we there's a potential that we could die, but we could also be saved alive. And those dudes got up and they began to walk towards the, the camp of the Syrians. And in and, and the mid or the, the twilight hour, I, I assume it was about six o'clock. And when they got there, it, there, there were no Syrians there. All, all, all that was there was all this gold, all this food, all these resources, because the Syrians apparently heard the sound of a mighty army when they were, were marching. The Bible says that you know, God amplified their steps and it sounded like there was a whole army coming. Um, and when they got there, they, there was all this, all this stuff that they had. I say that story, I tell that story to say this, um, could it be that we're going to be in a situation in the year 2021 where we're, where we're not in the city 
and we're not in the battle, but we're somewhere in between. And we have a choice. We can stay here and we can definitely die. We can stay with the same thoughts that we have. We can stay with the same mindset that we have, or we could venture out and do something where we could potentially die. And I'm being drastic, but potentially die or potentially do something that um, is going to help us live a better life, mm-hmm. help us grow, help us, like we, we have to, we have to get out to uncertain territory. So, so the, the thing is, we just have to take a step in a direction because if you stay where you are, it's going to be the same. But if you get up and you move to a new place, it could be the same or yep. it could be really great for you. Yep. I, <laughs> this is where the show goes off the rails because I'm about to quote Elmo. Yes, Elmo. Um, <laughs> when my, uh, uh, my two oldest, when they were young, they uh, on VHS we got a video called Cinder Elmo and it mm-hmm. was a Cinderella take except for Elmo was um, the, the, the downtrodden and he mm-hmm. was trying to find a princess cause he was the prince and he had a fairy godfather. And mm-hmm. in this it's actually, it's a darn good song. Um, you can go to YouTube and find it. Um, and basically the song uh, and it's actually a kind of a famous actor. His name eludes me, but um the lyrics go along the lines of the courses. It's not enough to dream, do something. It's not like basically wishing it doesn't make it come true. Doing something does. And even though it was set to a, you know, entertain two to seven year olds. Uh, I just remember watching it as an adult going, Oh my gosh, he's right. Having dreams is nice. Doing something is another and, and I think that mm-hmm. this whole, oh, I just wish that 2021, hey man, it's, it's you. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and like, and then people saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, okay, I understand. Yeah, but my job, I'm not allowed to, okay. And I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but like, okay, then choose something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the city I live in, do you really want to be there anymore? I mean, All like right. the world is full of options. Now. Yeah. Then people say, well, I don't have the money to do those things. Oh, okay. So like you said, are you just going to, that's it. You're just going to lay there and die. Mm-hmm. If, if you know, the situation is not right for you. You have a choice. And even though mm-hmm. it may be easier for other people than others. Right. So like, you know, I, I just, you know, I don't want to like throw aspersions on where you live or what your profession is. But if you're yeah. like conditions aren't changing, it's like these things suck and somehow magically it's going to get better. It's going to get clear because the guy I voted for won or the guy I voted for didn't win or the number mm-hmm. is going to change. You are still depending on conditions that you don't have control over. You might want to start right. taking a look at conditions you do have control over the personal right. choices you can make. Cause I'm not saying like these things that, you can't control don't have some effect they do have some right effect. yeah oh, but yeah. the overwhelming effect is on the changes you can make or the mindset and the attitude that you have right and it's looking at those problems and figuring out where i can go and how i can operate differently because we talked about it a whole bunch i don't i, I don't think e-learning is going anywhere and if you're a school and you're like, hey, man, e-learning is the death of us. This is terrible. This is the reason why our kids are failing and our school grade is going to be down. 
Well, you can't think like that. You we we have to we have to accommodate accommodate, but we have to adjust and 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 make that situation great. But that's with that's with anything. We can't just get into a place to where we are allowing our circumstances to outthink us or to or to put us in a checkmate because I don't think that there's any circumstance on this planet that an individual person that has a desire to overcome uh, can't overcome. And it just goes through, are, are, we, are we thinking about solutions to our problems and our current situations in relation to, like you said, what it is that we actually control? And, it, and when, you look at, when you look at it, it, it really ain't much. I mean, government sets laws and you know, all those things. You have, may have a little stimulus check coming here or there, but just, just something, something that maybe you haven't thought of. How are you going to use a stimulus check to make more money? Yeah. If you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of us, some of y'all about to get a whole bunch of money. Some of y'all about to get 10 grand. If you got like 10 kids, you you about to be paid. How are you going to use that 10 grand or that five yeah. or six or seven grand to to elevate your life? Could could you start that business? Could you could you could you maybe buy some property? Can can you go? Can you start an Airbnb? Like there's so many possibilities as opposed to going to the store, buying whatever it is that you're going to buy. Like how are you going to use that? How are you going to use mm. uh, some of these laws that are in place? to set yourself up to be in a better financial position. Forget, forget finances, we talk about money. How are you gonna live differently to impact your health? Because health is a major issue right now. Health yeah. is the number one reason why we're in the situation that we're in because we're, we're, everyone is afraid of their health in relation to dying. So what are you gonna do differently? How many, are you gonna read some books about how to use plants to heal your body? Are you gonna sleep more? Are you going to exercise more? Are you going to eat less fried foods? Are you going to eat less um, sweets? What are you going to do differently for your body? Have you thought about Have you thought about those things in relation to what you control and what's actually happening in the work? Uh, so, for the people that are out there going, well, hey, when I get my stimulus check, it barely covers my rent. Okay, uh, again, respect. Yep. So you're like, well, you know, Jamal's talking about how I'm going to start my business. I got to pay my rent. Okay, fine. But after this, like mm -hmm. this, this is what Jamal is saying. This, this, this thing, it's, it's, it's a one-time thing. The trajectory mm -hmm. of your attitude in your life has to then like, don't let this moment go by because I, you right. know, I always hear, I always hear the people that, yeah, buts the, what about ism, but what about this? Mm -hmm. And what about that? I, I think Tom Bilyeu, um took it to such an extreme. He, you know, obviously there's a book called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. But he said, he, he's like, I, this is Tom speaking. He's like, if, if my wife were to get hit by an asteroid, I would blame myself because I put her in that position. Right. And, and obviously he's taking it a bit far. Um, mm -hmm. But the point is, is that, the external circumstances, you still have choice in the matter. So, right. uh, and, and these, and, and by no means, so the what about isms, well, but what about if I live in a city that's really expensive to, to, to live there? It's your choice, man. Right. By the way, and, there's, and a, goes, there's a mass exodus out of New York and San Francisco right now. I bet. People are starting to make different choices. So on this, the countdown from December 31st 
if you think that the number is going to change, you have to change. 21 has nothing to do with it. You have everything to do with it. And it's not that Jamal and I here don't care. Sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off. It's not that yeah. Jamal and I here don't care. It's just that now is that crucial moment that before the clock strikes midnight here in a couple of days, you have got to be in control of you and you have to see opportunities and not just a number. Right. Right. And, and the, the thing, if, if you haven't heard this, I'm going to put a, put a phrase on it. It's a Grant Cardoneism. Um, things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. And just like Tom Bill, you said, if, it, if his wife get, gets hit by an asteroid, he's going to take responsibility for it. And, and that's, and that's a drastic thing. But let me, let me give you a, a, a real practical example. If you move into a house in a suburb in Florida, and uh, there's a thunderstorm that happens and it knocks out a, uh, a telephone, an, an electrical unit, and it blacks out your whole neighborhood. Most people would say that it's not their fault that their lights are out. And someone who believes in things don't happen to you, they happen because of you, thinks the opposite because it is your fault that your lights are out if that happens, you would say, well, no, it's, it's, it, it was a, a act of God that that happened. And now I have to wait on the light company to provide me lights again, because I paid my bill. I did everything I was supposed to do. Now the light company has to go fix that telephone line. Well, it's not the light. It's not Tico. We call it Tico here. It's not Tico's responsibility to provide lights in your house. It's your responsibility to make sure that you have lights on in your house. Because the thing is, you could, if you moving into that house, you knew that it, it rained in Florida and that the thunderstorms are happening and that uh, blackouts happen. It is your responsibility to have a plan in place for when that happens. And if you don't have a plan in place for when that happens, it is your fault. So what you should have did was when you moved into the house, you should have been prepared and bought a backup generator. And then when, and then when your lights went out, you would have still been able to provide lights for your family. Again, it's with, just like we're saying, things are happening to you, they happen because of you. So it, within the realm of the situations, yes, there are things that are gonna happen that you really don't have any control over, but the choices that you make in relation to those things, you have full control over. And it's just making different choices. You, everybody has a choice. Yes. <laughs> well put. I. I I, I'm literally, and I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, I keep thinking about the what about isms, but that was a really great example. The power going out is that the power company to, is that the responsibility to restore power? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But in the moments in between, what is your responsibility? Have some flashlights on standby. That was a good mm -hmm. one. I liked it because that wasn't too finalistic, right? I, I like that. But even in that, microcosm or that that example that that jamal gave um still lies at the heart of are you prepared and do you and, and are you responsible for you and um right. i just man it makes me sound like an old fuddy-duddy but personal responsibility just isn't being talked about as much and and i think that's why jamal and i are talking about now is that there is such an opportunity here if there's ever been a year that has been magnified of um things that are out of your control 
Okay, well, now you can start talking about things that are in your control. Um, and that boils down to your mindset. And it boils down yeah. to, you know, do you see problems as opportunities? Which is, yeah. not, and I hate to go down this rabbit hole. because This is clickbait. Um, and I'm going to take some, mm, should know better. I don't want the money from the government. I don't want it. Well, go ahead and uh, right. uh, so send, me, I, send me your check. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because that's what people are going to say. Because, like, I didn't go without a job, right? Right. Like, like, yeah. this, this is Back when I was a kid, again, I'm in my 40s, we used to have, and, and before, this is people that are older than, than me are going to say, oh, we say that all the time, too. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't do blank. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't identify who really needs the money. Because everybody's yeah. going to claim that they need the money. The person yeah. that has been, uh, the business owner that was told to shut down needs the money. The waiter at the restaurant that went in under, they need the money. The person mm -hmm. that was, I mean, like, there are a lot of people that need the money. But to say that Americans are suffering, okay, a, 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 definitely a, a portion of people in America are suffering. But to say that we all need that money is a bit overreaching. And like, I, I, I still got a paycheck. Yeah. But Hey, you know, I, but you know, with, with that, then it, it speaks to our choices to do something uh, for other people with that money um, to invest in someone. Right. So you, you, you may, you may get the money, but you can, um, you have a choice to what it is that, that you do with that money. Are I totally you helping, agree. Are you, but, watch, yeah. but watch my answer. But watch my answer, because so I so this is a big thing I'm about get ready to get into. It's just that I don't when when I want to do things of my own free will. It's because mm -hmm. I want to give to that charity. I want to donate my time. I want to do these things. When you get money from government, there is a different like. Well, I'm paying for this anyway. You feel entitled even though you really shouldn't. I mean, like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, because you're right. I guarantee, especially Alicia, I know what we're going to do with this money, and it's not going <laughs> to... Alicia's <laughs> a very generous person. Um, because, like, even Alicia says, she's like, we don't, we don't need this. Alicia has mm -hmm. uh, still working. I'm still working. Um, right. But, but the, 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 the convenient, well, it's a government check. I, it's my tax dollars anyway. I'm just going to recoup mm -hmm. my tax dollars. Okay, again, yeah, you are. But who really needs that? And, and then, of course, don't even get me started on if you start looking into the fine details of how much money went to other countries for things that are just pork barreled in. It's like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the amount of people that... So back to your point is like, okay, you, Don, can personally choose some families to work with and you can donate that money. You're right, we can. And, and yeah. I, that, that's, that's the, that's the catch-22 of government assistance. I, right. like, there are a lot of people think, well, people don't need my help. That's the government's job. This is why people that come, the immigrants that come here that don't have safety nets, they thrive in this country. Mm -hmm. Because they know that like you do or you don't. And, uh, and, and that's the significant thing. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you get a check, you don't get a check, you get have a check. It, it, is, it is your responsibility to provide for you. No one else's. No one, no one can brush your teeth for you. No one can shower you. 
is your responsibility to provide for you unless you are an infant. Um, yeah. It's your responsibility. Um, and, and as soon as you reach the level of independence, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always been your, I say your, I'm talking to just everyone. It's your responsibility to facilitate those things in your life. So if, if you take that ownership and you take that power away from others, and the proverbial, I'm waiting on this to happen. And I, I'm a firm believer in patience, but you know, patience when you are trying to build something and patience when you're trying to wait on something to be built for you are two different kinds of patience. And patience is, you can't say that, but it's two different, it's two different levels of, of patience. Um, if I'm building myself and I'm using my hands, I'm building my own house, I'm measuring the cost. I'm dealing with all the setbacks and, and, and I, I'm putting it together. I may, I may mess up here or there, but I have to be patient with myself enough to say, okay, I'm going to keep going despite my setback, despite my circumstance. But when, but when I'm waiting on someone else to build my house for me, then I have, to, I, I, I have the anxiety of depending on that person to do what I would do if I were building that house when it's just easier to go ahead and start building your house today and start doing things for yourself exercise your right of independence yeah and 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 try to block that whataboutism in your head if you if you heard if you just heard Jamal talk and you were ready to say yeah but stop stop and there may be some valid reasons for you to say yeah but but the, I, I know that yeah. I'm going to, I, I know that we're still yeah. going to get some angry people yeah. on this, but like, e- go ahead. Email us, like, email me. Let's, let's, let's have a conversation. I'm on, I'm on Christmas break right now. I got some time. Email me. I'll give you my number. We, we, we can talk. Um, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds because, because yeah, there are a lot of circumstances and diverse situations and all of those things, but I, I'm a firm believer. If I know all of these things are problems, there, there is a way out. We just got to think about it. We have to think and we have to use our minds. Research shows that five minutes of five minutes of thinking about a problem normally saves us one hour of setback. So if we think about a problem for an hour, I mean, we can, we can save a, a quite a significant amount of time uh, relating to our problems and the things that we perceive as holding us back. And sometimes, sometimes we're so close to our situations and this is something that you probably need to do, if, if, even if it's not with me. Sometimes we're so close to our situations that we can't see a way out. And running it by a friend and being reflective and saying, hey, what do you think about this? Getting some counsel and the multitude of counselors, their safety. Getting some counsel from some people who are wise enough to know what to do and to help you move forward sometimes is, is the most freeing thing because you may not see a solution in, in your mess or your situation or your setback or whatever it is that you're dealing with, but somebody else can look at that same thing and say, oh man, have you considered this? Have you tried this? You better know I haven't. Wow, that's, that is a pathway. And it's using all of the resources around you to overcome those things because I'm a firm believer in this. Um, if Frederick Douglass can be born a slave and, and become a, a presidential candidate and have a best-selling book during his lifetime and do all of these great things that he did that were culturally um, not permitted 
to the point to where he goes back to a slave master's house. I'm using Frederick Douglass not because I'm black, it's because I, I admire what he what he had to overcome. And and a lot of his counterparts during that time didn't overcome those same things because they say, well, hey, I'm 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 here and this is this is my lot in life. But he overcame a lot of those things. He's not more special than anybody outside of the fact that he chose to do something different in spite of his circumstances. Um, and I believe that if we choose to do those things, we can overcome those things. But even in his story, there were people along the way that gave him perspective and that helped him along the way. So nobody can do anything by themselves. Mm. Um, if we if we look out and reach out to people and we begin to help each other, it's easy for me to pull you up to where I'm at. It's almost like if you're in traffic and you try to cut into traffic at the back of the line, no one lets you in. But if you go all the way to the front and you beat that person that's in front and say, hey, let me in, they normally let you in because they know that they're going to get ahead and uh, make the light no matter what. And it's that same concept. Um, you just got to ask people to get in and see if they'll help you get ahead. And nobody, nobody has to do anything alone. So yeah, as much as you're responsible for yourself, you also, you also have the, the luxury of having people who are willing to help you. And let's say, well, my, my family and my mom and them, they don't like me. They don't help me. Man, find somebody on LinkedIn. Find somebody on Twitter. Reach out to somebody. Yep. Somebody has a good heart yep. and they're going to be willing to help you. I would not be the person I am today if I didn't have any help. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's hopefully one of the things that we've in some ways demonstrated on this podcast. I like I've grown a lot as a person because I get a different perspective. This started off because we used to call each other on the phone and share these thoughts. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to do and, and, uh, to hold each other accountable and set those goals and then see what the other person, you know, how they can help and what they can do. Good episode today, man. I, I hope that, um, yeah, I know I'm going to take some emails over this one. That's okay. It's okay. Um, and like Jamal said, you know, we're, we're willing to talk about that. It's, uh, we're not trying to say everything's easy. Um, but we're trying to say that personal responsibility does start with you. All right, man. Jamal, great episode. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and take us out. Uh, hey, releasing this right as uh, the New Year's ends. So uh, may 2021 deliberately, and because you have focused on it, bring you success. Um, good riddance to 2020. And uh, for Jamal Crook, this is Don Wetrick reminding you, those opportunities in 2021 are out there. We'll see you.